everything that is in the scriptures is left for our well-being, for the building up of our faith. This woman who had for 12 years suffered from an ailment that would have made her ritually impure in that society. So she would have been ostracized, she would have been set apart, she would have been cut off from the life of the people. Just like anyone who is sick, she is trying to get better and she spends all that she has on going to the doctor and doesn't get better, but rather gets worse. And then here is one of the really, the first really amazing thing, because there's so many amazing things about this story. She hears the reports about Jesus. And instead of being embittered and resentful after 12 years of suffering, there is still the capacity for faith in this woman. And I wonder, what kind of a person is this who can go through suffering for 12 years like this and not end up embittered and resentful? Because it's clear that depression had not crushed her faith. Anger had not crushed her faith. There was something, there was something in her that when she heard the reports about Jesus, she believed. And she came up behind him, it says in the crowd, and touched his garment. Why behind him? Why not directly? Because she was ritually impure. And a ritually impure woman is going to go touch touch a rabbi? You're going to get in big trouble for that. So she was scared. She was an untouchable in that society. So she comes up behind him, secretly believing. And immediately, after 12 years of suffering, the hemorrhage stopped and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And I love this because it says she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus perceiving in himself the power had gone forth from him. And so there's this amazing internal dialogue that's happening here, right? She feels that she's been healed and Jesus perceiving in himself the power had gone forth from him immediately turns in the crowd and said, who touched my garments? And you think, come on, we're talking about God here. Doesn't he know who touched his garments? And this is another really fascinating thing about this passage because we see in this passage Jesus as fully God and fully man because as God, he knows the power has gone forth from him. But as man, he says, who touched my garments? I'm still trying to figure that one out. And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing around you? Are you crazy? There's all kinds of people touching you. And you said, who touched me? And he looks around to see who had done it. And here is the final ending of this passage. The woman, knowing what had been done to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him. No longer fear and trembling because she was an untouchable, because she was ritually impure from a flow of blood. But in fear and trembling because she knew that she had experienced a miracle and that she was standing in the presence of God. So she comes in fear and trembling and falls before him and tells him the whole truth. Tells him the whole truth. And this is probably where we found out the backstory about her, the 12 years of suffering. But she has this moment of just complete, complete surrender before God and confession of everything that has been done. And how she tried to just come secretly and get some grace from him. And he says, 
Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. There's so many lessons for us in this story. So many lessons for us in this story. But there are two that stand out to me. Number one, sometimes we think that God is not accessible to us. Because there's a crowd of people in church around the priest and I can't get to him. Or surely there are so many things going on in the world that God is distracted from from attending to me. But we hear in this story that God is always paying attention to us. And that even if Jesus was not aware of this woman, her faith attracted the grace of God to her. Her faith saved her. Her faith healed her. And so that's the second lesson for us. Although God is everywhere, we can attract His grace in a real way by the way we live our life, by the way that we cultivate our faith. And the church, of course, gives us lots of tools to do that. Just take that away, if nothing else, today, that you and I can attract the grace of God through the faith that we cultivate in our lives through the practices that we, that we use to do that. Through the prayers of St. Barbara, who we celebrate today, and St. John of Damascus, the great theologian of our faith, may he give us the grace of healing in this time so that as we live this life when our lifeblood is draining out of us in some way, shape, or form as we're all getting older, the life-giving grace of God can come into us at the same moment and heal us and give us life.